Hey guys, I'm Mandy B. Anderson, and you're listening to the She Who Overcomes podcast. I'm the chief creative officer, a motivational speaker, and a life and business coach at a company called Rayma Team. I'm also thriving in the face of a life-threatening illness called cystic fibrosis. This weekly podcast is a series of real-life stories and conversations meant to encourage you with hope and more importantly, equip you with action steps to transform your life, your career, and your relationships. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Hey, Overcomers, welcome to a brand new episode of the She Who Overcomes podcast. So today I have a special treat for you. I'm actually letting you in on the replay of a Monday night pep talk call. So for the last several episodes, you've been hearing this little commercial at the beginning that talks about how Rachel and I wanted to spend every Monday night with you guys on a live call. Well, we have been recording those calls and everybody that registers for the call gets access to the replay link. So some people have access to, uh, I don't know, eventually over like 20 some calls that can encourage them and give them guidance. And you can totally get that too if you register for the next Monday night call at raymateam.com. R-A-Y-M-A-T-E-A-M.com. And you can find it right there on the homepage. It says register now for the next call, or you can find it under the free training button as well. But this call was a special one. It was one where we talk about how to keep a positive perspective when you start to lose hope. And we get very passionate, we get very real about some things and more than anything, we we really just shared the hope that we have. We shared the insight and the wisdom that we have from years of of overcoming hard things and how we're using that now during this season and this point in history. So I I pray that it encourages you. I pray that it lights a fire in you. And more than anything, I pray that it uh, really um, compels you to join us every Monday night for this free call and to share it with your friends, to invite them on it on the call as well. So let's grab our coffee and listen to the Monday night pep talk call with myself and Rachel Perman. <laughs> All righty. Welcome, everybody, to the Monday Night Call. Um, go ahead and say hi again. We've got several of you here, and you are all unmuted for the time being. We have Krista from South Dakota. Hello. Hi. <laughs> we have a Krista from North Dakota. We, where else do we have people from? Annie, is that you? Yes. Awesome. Hey. <laughs> and we're, you're in Kentucky, right? I'm in Kentucky. Awesome. We have people from all across the nation. That's exciting, isn't it, Rachel? Super exciting. I'm coming to you straight from a closet in North Dakota, so that's where I am. <laughs> I'm coming from, from my very warm office. Our house is 76 degrees right now because we cooked and um, we didn't have the, the windows open when we did that, so it's really hot. Holy moly, that sounds not great. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not. So anyway, okay, we'll go ahead and mute everybody. Hi, Cindy. Great to have Hi. you here. Um, great to see you too. Yeah, you too. 
All right, guys, we're going to mute you for now. If you have a question or a comment um, that you would like us to answer at some point and you'd like to chat with us, you can put that in the chat section. Our goal tonight is to um, just encourage you. Our goal is to give you some skills and equip you to have hope. Um, And so with that, Rachel, I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to you for now. Okay, sounds good. So um, the really interesting thing for Mandy and I right now, as the world is just trying to navigate this new normal, is what do we talk about on Monday nights? Because we want to strike a really good balance of encouraging you guys and equipping you at the same time. And so tonight we're going to focus on hope and specifically what happens when your hope is deferred, which is literally at a global level what we're dealing with right now, because we don't know when the end is. We're all at different, even us on the phone are all at different um, levels of how our states and our countries are dealing with this virus. Some of us might be at the beginning stage of this stages. Some of us might be right in the peak stages. We don't know how long this is going to take, but we are hopeful the end is coming. And how do you navigate that in-between time of um, hope deferred? And so that's what we're going to focus on tonight um, for Mandy and I. And what we did is we kind of uh, are taking this from two kind of separate angles where I'm going to be focusing a little bit more on mindset and a simple trick of how you um, keep that positive perspective while you're waiting for that hope to be deferred. And Maddie's going to take it from the side of wisdom and action. And what does that actually look like um, when it comes to your hope and give you practical steps on that. So Mandy, do you want me to keep like moving right into the content? Okay, fantastic. She's shaking her head. It's nice to be able to see that. (laughs) All right, you guys. So today um, I was actually listening to a podcast by Dr. Caroline Leaf, which if you need a podcast to listen to right now, Um, That is full of truth, but also knowledge and wisdom and uh, scientific research. Hers is a great one. Uh, But she said something in there today that stood out to me. And she said, uh, because what she was doing is she was answering different questions from her own um, clients and her own fan base that they had sent in over dealing with anxiety during this unprecedented time. And she said this line over and over again in that podcast. And she said, your mind controls your mind. Your mind controls your mind. And it didn't stick out to me right away that this is going to be exactly what I wanted to talk to you guys about tonight, because it wasn't until Mandy texted and said, I want to talk about hope tonight. Pick one of these two options that you want to teach on. And I realized that that phrase that she said, your mind controls your mind, um, ties right into what I want to teach tonight for how you handle your mindset when it's going up and down, up and down, up and down, because you're in the middle of unprecedented circumstances, whether you're listening to it right now in real time and we're dealing with like global things, or you're listening to this later, um, or right now, maybe you're having your own personal crisis along with what's going on globally. And what it reminded me of is years ago, um, years ago, I wrote a Bible study called Unbroken. And one of the, one of the um, days in that Bible study, 
it had to do with King David. And King David wrote a majority of the Psalms um, in the Bible. If you are not a person of faith um, and you don't have a Bible, you don't know who um, King David is or the Psalms, stay with me here because King David is an actual person, um, historically was a king of Israel. And if you're at all curious, even if you're not a person of faith, pick up um, some of his writings in the book of Psalms, because he is a master at controlling his mindset in the midst of chaos and uncertainty. And what you guys need to know when it comes to mindset, not only that your mind controls your mind, but your mind needs to be reminded of your past successes. That's how you get through chaos. Your mind controls your mind and it must be reminded of past success. If you open up any of the Psalms, King David has this thing that he does and it's almost like um, you can write it down almost verbatim. And he starts out with lament. He starts out with anger. He starts out with all of this stuff where he's just like, where are you, God? And things are happening and I'm so upset and angry and out of control. And by the time you get to the end of whatever chapter he is writing, he is reminding himself of past successes, of things he's overcome in the past. For him, of times that God was faithful and provided and got him through. It happens so many times in the book that I write about it in one of the days in Unbroken because it's a, a system we can use right now to help us get through this season of hope deferred. The thing I love about it, you guys, is he doesn't gloss over the fact that he's in, he's dealing with something that he doesn't know how to handle. This is not, you don't control your mindset by always staying positive or forcing yourself to stay in this like Pollyanna perfect positive uh, state of mind. We're going through stuff, you guys. We're going through grief. We're going through things on a global scale. We're going through things personally. We have family members that are dealing with stuff alone and it's hard to deal with. And for me, remembering that my mind controls my mind, my mind will listen to whatever it is I tell it because it listens to my voice first and that I can remind myself that I have not only successfully completed every day of my life and gone through every trauma that this life has thrown at me. So did King David. That was his fallback method to get from trauma to hope, to get from overwhelm to faith, to get from um, the sky is falling to my God has a plan. So today I want you guys to remember that your mind controls your mind that you have the simple task of just reminding yourself of past successes, of past um, circumstances that you have overcome. I will guarantee that for many of us, this isn't the worst thing we've ever been through. I know it's not the worst thing I've ever been through. Yes, it's boring. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's very unprecedented. But when it comes to uh, my own personal traumas and things. This is not the hardest thing I've ever gone through. This is maybe the most uncertain thing I've ever gone through as far as how long this is going to last, but this is not the darkest night of my soul. And because I've gone through every other dark night of my soul, I know I can get through this one. That's how you find the hope when your hope is deferred. That's how you move your, um, your panic into a plan. Sometimes it's as easy as writing it down. 
reminding yourself of everything you've overcome in the past as proof that you can overcome this circumstance, whatever it is, as well. So that is my part of what I want to tell you tonight for how to get those hopes up, how to keep them up when they start to plummet, because they will. Everybody has up days, down days, up days. We're all over the place. Sometimes in one day, you can be doing real great. And all of a sudden, you're just like weepy for no reason. This is how you do that. You lament, you cry, you get that out. You bang the walls of heaven. If you're um, somebody who is who is a Christian like I am, and you complain and you shake your fist and you get angry, but then you remind yourself of the faith that you have and the success rate that you have to overcome a dark night of the soul. And that is what keeps those hopes alive and that mindset strong. Mm-hmm. So I love, Rachel, how you mentioned that, um, you know, this isn't the hardest thing we've gone through. And for some of you that are listening to this, it might be, maybe you lost a job and you've never lost a job before, then it might be one of the hardest things you've gone through. But chances are you've still gone through something hard in your past that you can look back on because we all go through hard things in our life. And wherever you're sitting tonight, I want to give you this truth that wisdom is sweet to your soul and wisdom and hope have to go hand in hand because if they don't, what you're left with is this Pollyanna unicorn and rainbows hope that is actually naive and optimistic. It's not exactly hope. It's just being way too naive and way too optimistic to have any actual wisdom and solid grounding. And that's when it's dangerous. When you have hope that is just optimistic but does not take action and doesn't have wisdom and discernment, you're in for a dangerous ride. You're in for a roller coaster type of ride. So ancient wisdom says, if you find wisdom, there is a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. If you find wisdom, there is a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. If you want to go find the ancient wisdom that says that, it's in Proverbs 24, 14. And here's what you guys need to realize. There are certain things that will cut off your hope. They are things like worry, doubt, fear, complaining, even in a kidding way. Because it's, it's one of those things like having a snarky sense of humor is a double-edged sword in a season like this because sometimes we need humor just to keep us sane. Other times we don't realize the power of our words. I, um, Proverbs 24, 14, for those of you asking um, in the chat. So we have to remember that our words have power. Our words are seed. We are either planting, complaining, and fear and worry and doubt, so that's what we end up sowing, or we are planting hope. We are planting discernment. We are planting wisdom. We are planting um, direction of where we want to go on purpose. When we're complaining, we're not thinking. We're not. We're just saying whatever we're feeling, whatever's on the tip of our tongue. And that typically doesn't make us feel better, does it? I mean, think back. Think about it. Think about it for real. Think about the last time that you spent time complaining throughout the day. Did you go to bed hopeful that night? 
Probably not. You probably went to bed stressed out and freaked out and didn't even sleep well, right? Because you spent all day wasting your seed. So here, wisdom. What does wisdom mean? It's the state of being wise. Okay, yeah, duh. We know that. But when you look deeper into the meaning of it, it is knowledge of what is true or right coupled with just judgment as to action and its discernment and insight. What does that mean? That means wisdom by itself, like just knowledge by itself isn't wisdom. That's knowledge. Wisdom is knowledge in action. That's what wisdom is. There are a ton of people, we all know some, who are out there in the world who think that they are the wisest person they know because they have a big fancy education with a degree. They've surrounded themselves with people that are smarter than them degree-wise. But when it comes down to putting their words into action and looking at the fruit of their actions, they're just another complainer with a fancy degree. They're not somebody who has proof of making wise decisions and edifying people around them and building them up at the same time. A wise leader knows how to take action, learn from the mistakes of that action, because there usually are some. Very rarely do we ever take action and not have a mistake in the meantime. That's how wisdom is learned and gained. It's in our action. So many of our coaching clients, many of you that are on the call are in our leadership university. And so many of our coaching clients through the years, the, the main thing that we have to help you guys with is taking action before you feel ready. You want it perfect. You want to guarantee it's going to work. You want to know what you're doing wrong before you even do it. And sometimes that's not going to happen, you guys. Wisdom is knowledge in action. It's taking what you know right now, putting it into action so that you can learn more and grow wiser from that action. And if you don't have wisdom with your hope, you end up with hope deferred. So if you want to live a life where your hope is not cut off, just like it's promised here, you have to make sure that you are taking action, that you are coupling hope with wisdom. Don't be the type of person that says, I'm going to sit around and pray about it, but you're never going to take action. You're never going to lean in and say, okay, God, I think you told us to go this way. So we're going to go that way. And if we find out that that was the wrong way, please make it clear to us. That's action. That's prayer in action. I love how Rachel's smiling right now. <laughs> what do you have to add to that, Bestie? I feel like you have thoughts. Um, well, it just reminds me of something my pastor said on Sunday um, when he said, we believe in the power of prayer, but we also believe in the power of soap. Like, you guys, yes. that, is the, that is exactly what wisdom is. That is taking mm -hmm. knowledge and truth and applying it. Yes, we believe in the power of prayer, but we also believe in the science and power of soap. And that is how we are dealing with this thing. That's what it reminded me of sometimes mm -hmm. laughing. <laughs> But it's true. And you guys, I have been there. I have walked the road of being so sick of going to prayer services and getting prayed over to be healed of this disease called cystic fibrosis that lives in my body. And everybody else wanted me to be healed of it. So I thought I for sure wanted to be healed of it too. Turns out I was fine. Like I, I 
I was happy with the life I had. I didn't need that pressure of like, oh, just have a little bit more faith and you'll be healed. And I made the silly decision to throw away my medication after being prayed for one time. And I almost died from that. That was not hope. (laughs) That was a very risky Russian roulette with my life. And the miracle of it is that God spared me death. That's the honest truth. The healing from that is that I live to tell the tale in a way where I'm not on an oxygen tank. I didn't need a lung transplant. God restored my health and restored me back to life in spite of my mistake. So remember that. He's a good father. And not that we may, we, we, we didn't want to turn this into like a Bible study or a church service, but you guys, when it comes to hope, We have to make sure that we're putting things into action. And if we do have faith and we believe in a loving God, then we need to realize that he's not always looking to punish us. Like he wants a relationship with us and, and to walk with us way more than he wants to give us a spanking. (laughs) And we need to realize that. So that's a little, like we'll step off our soapbox for a moment because we believe in soap and we'll go wash our hands. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) for what it's worth. If you don't have the same faith of us and you're offended, then please forgive us and just move on. Take what you can from this call because there's still wisdom within it, no matter what your belief is. And we need to be a people that can honor other people's beliefs as well. We're not in this to convert you. We're not in this to set up a parachurch organization anymore. I think we probably had a history of doing that because we felt like that's what we were supposed to do. And it's not. We're here to lead you and to lead you well and to lead you into hope, especially right now in this time of uncertainty and possible like hope deferred. I've been like both Rachel and I have had seasons of hope deferred and it's not fun. We wouldn't wish it upon anybody except comma for the fact that hope deferred when you're in that season and you take action to lean in and not waste that season and you learn everything from it. That actually makes you stronger the next time you round that mountain. We're always rounding mountains. Have any of you guys noticed how it always seems like every few years you feel like I'm dealing with the same stuff. Why can't I ever get over this or beyond it? Do you ever feel that way? Or is it just Rachel and I? Some of you are nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it, it's because the first time around is the lesson. The second time around is the test. I'll say it again. The first time around is the lesson. The second time around is the test. And when you have eyes to see that and you have a hope that will not be cut off and you have the wisdom coupled with that hope, you start to realize, oh, I've been here before. I've learned some things since the last time and I am not the same person anymore, which means I'm going to win it this time. That's where I'm at. I know Rachel's been there. (laughs) I rounded lots of mountains, um, sometimes taking a, taking a decade or more to round the same mountain because I wasn't learning. There was a lot of lessons to be learned. I'll just say that. But honestly, you guys, um, this should not only build your faith, but also it should build your faith in yourself and your confidence and what you can overcome. Even when it feels like you are not equipped to deal with this, even though it feels like it's so overwhelming and how am I going to handle this one day at a time, guys, that's how we handle everything one minute at a time. That's how I've ever handled anything in my life that feels 
way too scary or way too big, or all of a sudden you find yourself on a mountain that feels completely brand new. I know for me, I don't know if it's for everybody, but I feel like anytime I've been in a situation that feels like completely brand new, once I get my bearings, I start to notice things that are familiar. Maybe the scenery is different, but maybe there's certain things that as I'm rounding that mountain that feels brand new in the beginning and scary and big, as I keep going, and so I'm not sure it's just that reminder thing that I was talking about, that you can see successes along the way and tools and tips and things that you've done in your past that have gotten you around other mountains are the same things that will get you through this mountain. Um, those same mindset tricks that we teach you guys, the same tools that we te- teach you guys on this call and in our coaching programs, they work no matter which mountain you're on. They work no matter which trauma you're working through or which situation your life is presented with. Yeah, the details might be different and how you walk it out might be different, but keeping that hopes, your hopes high, keeping your mindset strong, keeping your body strong, keeping you, keeping your um, mind focused on truth and what you can actually, um, what is yours to control and to deal with gets you through every new mountain, every new crisis. It doesn't matter what the crisis name is. It matters what you have already buried inside your heart and your mind to pull out as tools to help you climb that mountain this time and not have to round it again. Mm -hmm. So we're long-winded tonight. Um, If anybody has a question or wants to add a comment, go ahead and post it in the chat. We'd love to hear your voice if you want to be heard tonight. Um, while you're doing that, we want to invite you, I'm going to share my screen really fast to, um, a brand new masterclass that we launched today. This is the financial freedom mindset masterclass. This is a live masterclass that's happening over zoom on Friday, April 17th at 2 PM Eastern, 1 PM central. And we are going to be sharing with you all of these uh, things, okay? So are you ready to learn how to avoid a financial disaster or what to do if you're in one currently? Um, Ways to manage your emotions when you're facing your finances. The way we feel about that will make or break what we do. Um, You're gonna learn steps to walk out of financial disaster that you find yourself in. You're gonna learn habits um, that you have that are sabotaging your efforts in getting your money on track. You're going to learn the subconscious thoughts you have that are keeping you trapped in debt and a poverty mindset. You're going to learn how to create a weekly spending plan that works for your household. Money-saving ideas to implement right away. How to set financial goals and stay on track with reaching them. Um, What to focus on to build your belief in your abilities. And daily and weekly action steps to be in control of your finances. Why are we doing this? Because it's needed. These are skills that we need. And this is normally a 40 $7 class. And when we, when it's done and it becomes a a product that people can purchase for an instant masterclass that they watch the recording of, it'll be $47. You can get in right now for the special stay at home pricing of 27. This is content that we actually wrote um, back in 2015 and it never was released anywhere. Like never was released anywhere. We did it one time for a specialized event and it's been sitting in our vault for such a time as this. Why are we, why are we uh, equipped and qualified to teach you this? 
For one, um, when I became a certified life coach, I also took classes to do certified financial coaching. Um, also, my husband and I have paid off over six figures worth of debt. We've lost our home and had to rebuild from that while we were in debt, um, lost our home to a fire. We've had to make hard business decisions, Rachel and I. Rachel has her own story of um, overcoming debt and her own financial story. And we're going to be teaching all of that to you in this class. And if you don't need this class, but you know somebody that does, please, please, please go share it with them because we want to help equip people. So that is one action step that you can take tonight. All right, guys. So that was the Monday Night Pep Talk call. This one was specifically from April 6th. So if you are joining the Monday Night Call and you're looking on the archive list, um, that is the one that you will find this recording from. Also, if you were listening to this and you thought to yourself, oh my gosh, what a bummer. I missed out on the Financial Freedom Mindset Masterclass. Guess what? It's available now right on our website. You can go through it at your own leisure. You get the recording, you get all of the worksheets, and you can find that at raymateam.com. Click on the Masterclass button and you will find find it right there. So you can get started today and we look forward to helping you Grow your financial mindset as well as start some new habits that will really help you gain control of your own finances. And at the very least, I hope that you do join us every Monday night for the Monday Night Pep Talk Call. Um, At this time, I think we're probably going to take a break from some new episodes here on the podcast simply because my husband and I have some exciting things happening in life that I need to create some margin for. So there probably won't be a new episode for a few weeks, but guess what? This is a perfect time to catch up on past episodes, listen to your favorite ones again, and obviously join the Monday night pep talk call so you can talk with me and I can see you on Zoom and we can get to know each other there a little bit as well. So I look forward to returning soonish. We'll talk to you guys later. Hey guys, thanks again for listening. I'll be back with another episode for you next week. But for now... If you would take a moment and write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that would mean the world to me. I also want to give a shout out to my very handsome husband, Mr. Nate Anderson, for editing this podcast. For more information, go to www.raymateam.com. That's www.raymateam.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram under the name Ms. Mandy B. Anderson. Oh, and one last thing. I hope you heard something today that gave you the courage to rise up and overcome that thing that you've been facing. You're stronger than you think. I'll see you next week.